Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) You want to talk about this uh, presidential test? What's it called? Presidential fitness test. Do you, did you guys do this in elementary school? If you're in, um, in the United States, yeah, there was like this mandated fitness test that all kids. Do you had remember to do? what you had to do? Uh, I remember the self esteem hit that I took every <laughs> year when you had to do it. Yeah, because I remember. Do you remember there was like a a designation where you were like really good, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. there was a yeah. designation where you were like okay. What a like, horrible thing to do to children's psyches at that that point. So oh I remember God. there it was pull ups, push ups, crunches, and then flexibility. Yeah, and you know what that that I almost said it. Yeah, freaking V sit. You know oh, what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. The freaking V sit. Yeah. They're like push the knob as far back on the yeah. box as <laughs> and you stretched over. <laughs> and then everyone's watching you. Yeah, 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 and you can't push the knob on the box. Also, any I don't further. know about you, but there's always some discrepancies in the crunch counting. Well, the crunch counting, but also in the the sit, they're like you can't. You can't overextend just to get the thing. You had to do it. Like, I remember, because you would partner up and somebody would hold yeah, your hold legs. hold your feet. And they would be your counter. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, no, <laughs> I did like four more than you said. <laughs> Which was eight. Wait, Give and you eight. had to run a mile. Oh, that's Because yeah, I that's distinctly remember getting the cramps in my sides. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have any uh, distinct memories of how I did in them other than my claim to fame was that God. like fifth grade, I ran the fastest mile in my grade and I had a ribbon for it. I'm pretty sure it. every person I've ever talked to thinks that they ran the fastest I mile have a in ribbon. fifth grade. I have a ribbon. Well, my mom has a ribbon. I don't have the ribbon, obviously. Your mom definitely still has the ribbon. Oh, 100%. And she probably you know? takes it out and just like strokes it gently. <laughs> <laughs> I did a good job. I did a good job. Um, I, you know, we wonder why we have this problem with comparison. Yeah. And it's because we're like first graders running around and they're like, you're good. Yeah. You're bad. Yeah. You're fast. You're slow. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't think they do the presidential test anymore. Do they? We don't have children. This is our parenting segment. What do you want to <laughs> you teach guys them? You know that Make your kids flexible, okay? <laughs> okay. That's our <laughs> There are important things in life and one of them is flexibility. The reason we started talking about this, in case you're wondering, is because we were having a debate of who was more flexible because as you do when you're married right, you just right, talk right, about like right. who's better at what yeah and um, it's very appropriate for this episode 36 questions for love <laughs> you know 36 <laughs> who's more flexible talk about it just i mean say it i'm more flexible but you have more knee flexion than i do which if you don't know I'm what knee flexion is sit down put your legs straight out in front of you and then pull your knees into your heels touch your butt i cannot get my heels very close to my Ooh. butt at all you mean like a butterfly sit no, no, no. Just sit with sit. your legs straight out in yeah, front of you, yeah. straight out, t- heels touching. Yeah. Then just bend your knees straight up to the sky oh, and I try see. and pull your heels to your butt. Yeah, I can touch my butt. Yeah, I can't get close. I'm like six feet away. Friends, my my I... heels always stay socially distanced from my butt. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to do their part. Yeah. Uh, okay, quick update curb, right? from, uh, from last week. I said I was going to make Ted Lasso's cookies. Mm-hmm. I said I was going to have, have a, a report. report. Which you do not have. I got up at 6 a.m. this morning. I made the cookies and they're still cooling. <laughs> they they have to chill completely. Otherwise, they don't get like a nice crumbly shortbread. They're shortbread cookies. Anybody who's made shortbread cookies knows. So they smell delicious. 
I feel like if you, if baking has taught you anything, I think it's patience and also the importance of following the instructions. Oh, I forget who I was. I was text messaging with someone about baking bread and I sent them a picture of like my recent loaf because I've got this really great sourdough recipe that I love now. And they're like, why have you not cut into that yet? And I'm like, oh, I let it cool completely, which is like three to four hours on the counter. They're like, I would have cut into that thing within a minute. And I'm like, like, yeah. Previously did. You got to have the crumb set up. You got to have the crust set. You got to have all these things happen, you know? Good things come to those who wait. You're not the most patient person i've ever met and so this is good for you yeah it's great all right speaking of things that are good for me or not good for me (laughs) how'd this come about okay well i do you want to do any backstory excuse which question should i answer first am i leading the witness you are conjecture (laughs) overruled suppression sustained Okay. okay um I think I originally, I'm sure I came across this article at some point, but what prompted You're it- You're sure you came across this article at, at some, some point? point. But that's a sentence. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> this is going to go so well. Um, I saw our, our friends, Johnny and Iz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, recorded a video. These are two people that are not our friends. We don't know them really, but they're YouTubers that we enjoy. And- they recorded a video answering these questions and it's 36 like question it's a new york times article that's 36 questions oh i don't have the article title but like to fall in click love or something the link. you can click through the link we can load the link real quick Thir- the 36 questions that lead to love by See, daniel that's Jones helpful that's helpful we'll the have the link in the uh the description of the uh the episode so you guys can have it you can check it out yourself also, so I guess it's actually, the article is actually based on a, a study by the psychologist Arthur Aaron and others that explores whether intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by having them ask each other a specific series of personal questions. And these are the 36 questions. Good thing is about us, we just met on Bumble. I know. <laughs> Bubble or Bumble? Bumble. Okay, just checking. But we thought it would be fun because I thought it was just interesting to get to know them better through these yeah. questions. And then they found out things about each other that yeah, they I'm didn't Yeah, I'm sure know. we're going to do the same thing. And I have not read the questions. I think I, I don't read know the first them. one. Just I don't know I them at all. And for Valentine's Day coming up in a few days, we thought that this- We're not, we're not a big Valentine's Day family. Yeah, we This don't... was my backstory I wanted to talk about. It was like, oh. for us- <clears throat> When we think about loving each other and showing love to each other, we think about it on like, let's do it all year long. Like yeah. I, I don't really, me personally, because I'm very much like against the system and the mm-hmm. rules, I don't like buying into like, oh, Hallmark said that you should you love like your person. You obligatory occasions for emotions. I don't like it. So if you're like, if somebody tells you like today you're supposed to feel love, you're like, no, no. I will actually feel love all the rest of the days, but I'm not going to do it just because you said I have to. And I think you would say that I do a good job of here and there spontaneous things, which to me feels so much more thoughtful than on a day it's planned. You know, you're going to get something and then you get that thing. Yeah. I, as the years have gone on, have come to look at it a different way, uh-huh. but I totally understand why. So this you... is where you're going to, uh, the first question is, <laughs> do you have any <laughs> no. secret? No, I'm just saying like, I really have evolved on this because I totally get where you're coming from and I understand your reasoning behind it. And I'm, and I think I also am more similar to that view than not. But especially with like the birthdays thing, for example, because you're both you're not really into birthdays either. But as well, I, I subscribe to Prince's belief of birthdays that if you celebrate your birthdays, you're going to feel older and then you're going to get older. Prince just had no idea how old he was. I know, but remember, then he passed away. So lived a great life. <laughs> so I am. God, you're making me lose my train of thought. This is not going to go well. Uh oh. I just you need to let me like fully 
but that's articulate my, what I'm trying to say. I know, but my job is to interject little jokes. That's okay, my job. I try not to get distracted by it. But you just you could be better. <laughs> so thirty six questions for love. <laughs> thirty six questions. So, but if like, you guys thought this was going to go any differently, then you, then you, you don't know. You us. don't know what show this is. <laughs> what I was trying to say uh-huh. is that with birthdays, I've come around to understand that I just think any reason to celebrate life is a good reason. Uh-huh. So, like. Valentine's Day, if you look at it as just an opportunity to celebrate love more intentionally, like as an intention, not as an obligation, then I can see why people enjoy it. Like, oh, let's, oh, this is just a reminder to love each other today. Yes, we should do it every day, but life gets in the way sometimes. And so it's just like a day to like fully soak up whatever feeling you're trying to feel. Sure. I just don't like the materialistic part of it. That I understand as well. That's my part of it. I don't Of like buying me gifts and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, I, I just, anyway. Yeah. Well, this no. to be a positive episode. I don't want to go to any diatribes or tangents yeah, or soapboxes. But you get what I'm saying that I I understand you and I see you for those feelings. I'm hearing words, but I'm not sure they're resonating. Yeah, I understand. Okay, yeah. Good. Which is why I think we make a good team and why our relationship works is because I have weird isms and you accept them and you figure out how to work with them. You have isms, I accept them and work with them and like that's what makes Everybody the relationship. Everybody has isms. Yeah. Let's find out 36 that we can uncover okay. that we didn't know. So, we did do the math a little bit and 36 questions is a lot of questions, so some of these we might go a little bit faster through and we'll try not to be so long-winded, but you know we like to be long-winded. It, are there any that like you can just do like a pass if you don't want to answer it? No. Okay. I'm just checking all the rules. Now I'm just wondering, like, are there stuff in here that's going to be like... Sexy butts. <laughs> <laughs> one, you guys one, know sexy butts. Question 33. Sexy, sexy butts? butts? Question, question mark? mark? Yes. Yes. Sometimes? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Whose butts? Whose butts? Yeah. All right. Start kicking it off. All right. Happy let's Valentine's Day, Here everybody. we go. <laughs> Given the choice... Oh, they're set up in three sets, so this is set number one. Question number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world... Whom would you want to, as a dinner guest? Wow. This I is hate with this us. Question. This is with us? Yeah. Or just me with this person having dinner? <laughs> I think it's, it's just however us. you interpret. Let's go with us. Why don't like you we're like... out to dinner and we have a guest with okay. us. Okay. Oh, interesting. I don't want to play any into any of the tropes. I don't want to play any of the like, uh, Einstein, uh, Steve Jobs, uh, you know, any of those. I'm not okay. interested. Um, Oprah was like my first instinct. And then I was like, everybody would want Oprah. Everybody would want Oprah. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. So those are like all off the, the table. The table. We want to go like a little bit more interesting. Oh, man. this. Okay. This can be just personal. That doesn't have to Absolutely. be anything that like it's I'm pandering like, to what you would want. Oh, no. I would. No. Don't okay. pander. Bill Watterson. Oh, that's Creator of Calvin and the Hobbes. He does has done no interviews his entire life, basically. Yeah. He's still alive, so he we don't have to like resurrect him or come up with time travel or anything like that, which I feel is really you know, makes it easy. <laughs> and I just would really love to hear stories. Like I bet he has so many stories about creating Calvin and Hobbes. I also would be really curious to like his comics to me are such an interesting reflection of what's going on in life and society at that time yeah it'd be amazing to see like well, what does he what, think of it now yeah. like how would, how would that change and actually if you go back and like i have gone back and read a bunch of his comics they're on our coffee table so much of it still applies mm-hmm. today like it's amazing how much still applies so that's mine bill watterson good answer oh thanks now are we going to grade each other's answers by the end of this so we no, can have a real competition affirm- to see who won and who had the 36 sure. best answer? Sure, we'll, we'll pick a winner at the end, obviously. <laughs> Everyone else can pick a winner. Yeah. I, the first, I'm just going to go with yeah, like, yeah, yeah. not trying to be anything other yeah. than who I am. I think I'm going to go with Liz Gilbert. I was going to say Glennon Doyle or Liz Gilbert yeah. for you. Yeah. I just, like truly somebody I'd like to have dinner with, Liz Gilbert is like, she just, 
her all of her books resonate with me so deeply. She has such a warmth of spirit. I feel like she'd just be a fun dinner party person. Yeah. Like stories she could tell about her travels right. and she's so eloquent and full of wisdom and but also funny yeah i would just love to have dinner with her. all right bill watterson and, and liz, liz gilbert, gilbert. At what dinner. a party cute 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 okay number two okay we're still married <laughs> okay <laughs> number two would you like to be famous in what way no absolutely not absolutely not yeah we i talk about this all the time yeah i had a, a very 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 small taste of fame during yeah. my irish shirt days and I I could totally understand the ego trip of it. I can totally understand how good it feels to be in front of people or people like to know you. Feel like you're doing something notable. Yeah, all those things. And even just that small taste, like the infringement on my anonymity in life, mm-hmm. not at all worth it. So absolutely not. I'm even uncomfortable sometimes with, this, with the like minuscule amount of influencership that we have with an audience. Like right. I don't even, sometimes I'm like, well, it's except for like having to meet cinnamon rolls and, you know, all the stuff that really matters, you know, the important things that Absolutely. we can influence them on. Yeah. And our detox tea. By the way, guys, starting today, this episode <laughs> sponsored only by. only detoxes your cinnamon rolls, though. It's called Zetox. It's the Zook <laughs> detox tea. Gross. Wow. Ugh, don't do that. Okay, still married. So, no, no famous. Still, still married. married. Number three, before making a telephone call, <laughs> do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? Oh, God, this is so good. So, if I'm doing like a admin call 100 <laughs> percent. i don't do it all the time and also you're the talking about like calling the doctor's insurance company or, the yeah, doctor yeah. yeah i definitely do that i um i don't do it as much anymore but there was a time where phone calls like that really made me nervous oh yeah and i would definitely rehearse yeah ne- have you ever done that in your entire life never, no never never once in my life like what if they say something you don't expect i love the spontaneity let me work with this <laughs> Oh, I forgot to tell you the what? other day. Uh, so we ordered this couch 16 years ago. And 16 it's, it's finally going to show up at some point. Um, and we're really excited about it. And I've had to hound this company. I'm not going to harp Get on it or whatever. It. But I called them and I was about to leave a message because I never can get this guy on the phone. And as it beeped, he was calling me. Mm-hmm. And so I had this moment where I was starting to talk. Oh, yeah. And, and my, then, here's what my brain did. What? I went, hey, so-and-so, this is Jason Sadler just calling about our... <gasps> my brain went back like three last names to the previous last name. Ew. Isn't that weird? That's I forgot to weird. tell you that until now. Babe, that's weird. So weird. I should rehearse it so I know my name. I need to know my name, you know? <laughs> what a weird thing that happened. That is weird. Yeah, anyway. God. Hopefully we get that couch I mean, that long, by 2027. Last name for a long time. Okay, num- still married. Number four, what would constitute a perfect day for you? Oof. 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 Okay. I mean, my morning routine. Because okay. that's perfect and I love it. Yeah. So I wake up and do that. A perfect day. Definitely going to the beach mm-hmm. and being near like water and nature. Right. Maybe going for a hike, then going to the beach. Oh wow. Like getting a little sweat and okay. like, you know. Um, a perfect day. I would love, I'll tell you another activity that I really like. Like taking in the sunset on like a boat with some champagne. Oh. Um how often have we done that? We haven't. But Never this once is in my our perfect life. Day. Yeah, no, no. I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, remember the girls' trip? I do remember the girls' trip that I went on. 
<laughs> but okay, you weren't there. But like my college girlfriends came in town and we set up like a boat charter, like yeah. a kind this of sailboat charter. Yeah. And we took in the sunset and boy, that was a perfect yeah. ending to a day. Yeah. So some type of like cocktail hour, honestly. Okay. And um, what else happens during the day? Playing with puppies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not at like animals. a puppy mill or anything no, like that. This no, no, is no, like no. an ethical like puppy place. Ethical. Yeah. Playing with ethically <laughs> produced puppies. <laughs> what else are my favorite things? It's a great band name, by Doing the way. Doing some art. Like, yeah. Probably even taking like an art class. I love like learning. Okay. And um, having a nice candlelit, delicious dinner with great conversation. Ideally. With Liz with, Gilbert. Ideally with Liz Gilbert. <laughs> And then watching some type of thriller documentary series nice. <laughs> to ground out the A Denzel movie. A Denzel movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Movies. Some yeah. Movies at the end of the day. Yeah. Because those are all my favorite things. Nice. That's a pretty solid That's day. That's a good day. We could make that day happen What's if you on, want. I know. We should. What's your perfect day? Maybe for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just Ooh, kidding. Uh, okay. So I... Morning stuff out of the way. I would like to get in the car and drive to uh, the Santa Fe Inn and get breakfast at that mm. little place out on the patio. It's like one of our favorite things we used to do pre-pandemic. Rancho Santa Fe. Not Rancho Santa, Santa Fe, New Mexico. We drive all the way to Santa Fe, New Mexico. <laughs> it's a quick 16-hour trip. I thought trip. you were talking about El Portal for a second, but no, the hotel no, no. that we stayed on in... So Sedona. I want to I go there. Yeah. And then... I think after that, it would be fun to go to a movie. So, again, we're talking about things you could do. Right. Um, Again, this is like a perfect day. So go see a movie, something that's just like mindless and fun. And then after... Have popcorn, obviously. Have popcorn. Uh, After that, I'm not going to be hungry, but I want to have pizza somewhere. So we're going to get pizza. And then after that, I'm going to feel guilty about the breakfast and the popcorn and the pizza. So I need to get some exercise. So I'm going to go on this hike with you. You are? Yeah, I'm going to go on the hike with you. That's nice. Which I think would be fun. Uh, and then I think I'd like also, to bake something. you don't have to feel guilty about your food. Oh, no, it's fine. I just know that I'm going to be like, oh, man, I need You're to do something. You're just not going to feel good. Yeah, I need to do okay, something. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. I feel bad about myself. We you don't know? need to feel the guilt about the food that we eat. True. Okay. Uh, and I wanna, I'm going to bake something. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice if someone else did all the mise en place and like did it perfectly. Like yeah. just like the, everything's like measured out and like I all the ramekins. I'm not saying you. I'm going <laughs> to hire someone. I'm going to bring No, in. I'm just saying like. I'm not good at doing your mise en place that no, you like. No, you're not. Unfortunately, We're not, guys, no. we are not good in the kitchen no. together. We try, uh, but so yeah, I'm gonna bake something, and then I think it would be really nice to have a chef come and like prepare a dinner for mm. us, and then just like on our balcony or by our window watching the sunset, eating mm. dinner mm. Uh, with some smooth jazz. Maybe even Michael Bublé if he's available to uh, Live? come on our. No, just on YouTube oh, if okay. he's available on YouTube. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then, yeah, I think probably. Play a little Nintendo Switch. Oh. Cuddle on the couch. Turn on the fire. Do we cuddle? As much as we cuddle. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, that's cute. All right. Still, Still married. married. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. When did you last sing to yourself to someone else? Sing to yourself to someone else? No. When did you last sing to yourself? Question mark. What about to someone else? Question mark. Okay. When did you last sing? Okay. Uh, yesterday. We sing songs all the time. Literally yesterday with the Teach Me How to Dougie video. Right. There's a funny video that I found on Twitter that somebody, I don't know how they did this, but they took like a soccer match and football they, for our or, or football. Yeah, yeah. It was probably like a UK football game and they made it 
wavy wavy and yeah. warp so it looks like all the player the referees are doing body rolls and yeah. then they put it to the music of teach me how to dougie it's fantastic and it brings more joy than you would expect you can just search teach me how to dougie football or soccer i think you will it was find a tiktok it. probably don't you it's, think well you send it to me on twitter but yeah it's you can find it it's just, just search so it joyful, it's amazing so i sang that you sang that we i think people would be interested to know that we sing songs all the time and not real songs. No, no, no. We make them up. Make up all we have kinds songs, of songs for everything. We yeah. have uh, one that comes to mind off the top of my head is front is up and back is down. Front is up and back is down. And that's how Caroline knows how to put the curtains <laughs> up and down. <laughs> I get really confused on the blinds of which string to pull. So, so I made a song. <laughs> so Jason made a song. So that, and I sing it every time. Every time. time. Every, every time. time I do yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Um, the last time I sang to myself, it was probably when I worked out this morning. Maybe not this morning. Maybe the, the uh, yesterday because when I do my Peloton rides, I usually choose it based off of the songs and I sing. Do you hear me clapping when I do that? No, no, oh, okay. No, no. I clap a lot when I'm in there just to clap get pumped up. up and like clap I, it up. I did a, a 30 minute Wicked ride. Oh wow! And it's the musical Wicked. I love musicals. Jason that hates sounds musicals. Like personal torture. <laughs> <laughs> you would have hated it. Yeah. And boy, did I sing off key. Yeah. The whole time. Great. But it's great. okay. Still, Still married. married. Okay. Um, number six, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Yeah. I, I've either had, the body or the mind. I've thought of this question many times before. Really? I've never thought mind, of this. Mind, mind hundred percent. Cause if you lose your mind, your body doesn't matter. It's true. There okay. you go. That's I mean, truthfully, it is the answer. Like it is. this is people with Alzheimer's. Like you could be a perfectly healthy person, but if you have Alzheimer's or Lou Gehrig's or whatever, you're like, you're trapped in your mind. I know. But think of the, the reverse way. If you have ALS, you lose your body, but your mind is super sharp. That's torture too. Oh my gosh. This is a terrible question. I'm going with mind. Keep my mind. And I don't have ALS. No one has to have ALS in this scenario. Okay. Yeah. But I think I agree with you. I would want to keep my mind. That one's not a happy question. Moving on. But then if you, maybe I want the opposite because then if your mind's gone, oh no, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to change mine. This one made us both sad, so we're still married. Um, okay. Number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? I honestly can't answer this question. It's going to give me anxiety. Uh, I can in, go, in my sleep, in old age. Yeah. I can go separate answer to this, which you can tell my answer. You, you know exactly what I am going to lead into here. The, your funeral yes. arrangements? Yes. Okay, fine. Tell everybody. This is serious. I know, but please don't tell people that you want this because then I have to do it <laughs> and it really stresses me out. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't like the idea of funerals. Yeah. I think it is a sad way to remember the end of someone's life and to celebrate their life. To me, it makes no sense. It is a tradition in human culture that I just, I think should completely be blown up and just let's do something fun. Let's have a party. Let's remember people. Like get together, do a thing when it's safe and like, however you want to do it but like don't go to a sad place and like somber music and like everyone's just sad like i get it grief is part of it you gotta do that here's what i want though uh i would like a nordic vessel a boat yeah uh i want it to be nordic it can be new someone can build it they can craft it they can have like lion's heads on the sides I need to be really careful about what your wishes are here because you or if you die first you're gonna leave me behind this is a lot of logistics for a person like that's why i'm spelling it out me, to you to incredible detail we also I have a savings like a, account we're already about can i put a minnesota vikings like sticker on Absolutely it and call it not. A... <laughs> it needs to be a nordic vessel it needs to have the oars that on the side Jason. that someone can row but here's the thing you can do a little hidden onboard motor so that someone can just and it'll just take off from the shore what's the body of water 
Uh, I mean, I, I would love like a fjord would be great. Jason, <laughs> that's what I would love if you're asking Jason, me. No, but I understand. You not can't the lagoon. Have a fjord. Not the lagoon. It's, it's got to be somewhere where you're allowed to cast a boat off of. Truthfully, into the ocean would be best, I think, ecologically, because what's going to happen next? So my dead body is on the boat. We've celebrated me. It's been great. Um, I'd like to be, you know, covered with my arms crossed and like maybe like a cool mask of some sort that like resembles like my favorite times in life. Here, but here's the here's the most important part. Okay. The boat gets pushed offshore. It's yeah. going away. You, you, my wife of however many years, could be a sapphire anniversary I died. That's 65 years. Did you know that? I just learned that. You as my wife, flaming arrow. Yeah. Fire it. I have to be at least 100 yards away. Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This can't be like a little crap shot like, Burr. no, I need like. 50. Shoosh. I will 50. We could, we could compromise. We could 75 in the middle. Jason. You fire there. You can have multiple tries if you want. It doesn't have to be one shot and you're good to go. I'm like picturing you can just everyone choo, 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 choo. watching me just fail yeah, yeah, yeah. with the arrow. And they're having fun. They're watching whatever. Arrow hits the boat. Boat is ablaze. And we just remember me and then like put some type of like, like not gunpowder, but like something like sparkles when it catches on fire. <laughs> fireworks. You want fireworks. No, that doesn't even be fireworks. Again, like I want to be ecologically friendly. So it can just like sparkle None and shimmer. None of this is ecologically friendly. Yeah, because then the boat goes under and it creates a coral reef for all the uh, I animals. can actually guarantee you that this is not legal from like an ecological perspective. Here's the thing. You just have some research you have to, to do okay. to figure this out. I also often. That is, that's, I want everyone to know. I'm serious. I know you're serious. And that's what really <laughs> freaks me out because you're going to be gone. I'm going to labor over this whole thing. I'm going to be like, Listen, when I'm going to understand when I'm it. getting close toward the end, I'll help you with some of the you logistics. Promise? I'll do some of the means and plots we, for you. Okay, good. <laughs> we also talk about like just the comedy of me taking archery lessons yeah, for my husband's 100%. future funeral. They're going to be like, why are you doing this? It's just a I'm hobby. Like, like my, no, my husband has a very he just specific to torture dream. Me when he's and how many, how many things do I ask for in life? Not very many. <laughs> Still married? Yeah. Still married. Oh, God. I hope people really enjoyed that. I mean, he's talked about this for years, you guys. Like, he's very serious and it's stressful. I, it causes anxiety for me That's to know that one day I yeah. will have to have an archery, flaming archery yeah. moment yeah. of trying to set my husband's body ablaze. Yeah. To remember With me. With sparkles. To remember me. <laughs> Still married. Yep. Okay. And I don't. What are we I'm going to die in my sleep. What are we on? Question eight? Eight. All right. We're Let's fine. speed up a little bit. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Three things? Uh-huh. Okay. Love of movies. Yeah. Love of food. Yeah. And. Creative. Creative. Yeah. Artistic. Minimalism. Appreciate that. Um, we both love cleanliness. Oh, it's going to a place. <laughs> Cool. It took a sarcastic turn. <laughs> okay, that was cute. Yeah. Definitely still married on that one. Yeah. Number nine, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Oh, man. Last, Different, something last different week's every episode. Day. Last week's episode. Do you feel we, grateful for last week's No, no, week's no. Episode? I mean, like, we went through, like, a whole bunch of stuff in that episode uh, that, that people want to listen to, like, the full rundown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of what episode that was. Um. Yeah, I think it's a lot of things. It's something different every day that I feel grateful for, but definitely one, you know, besides family, because I just feel like that's kind of obvious, but I'm very grateful for my family and that I come from a family that loves me. Um, and that's not something to be taken for granted. But as far as just our little sphere, I'm so grateful that we get to choose what we do every day. Totally. We talk that's about it all the, the time. That's the biggest one. Yeah. Every time we get frustrated about work stuff, I just always try and bring us back to like, hey, 
this is us deciding what we're doing. Like, this yeah. is such an amazing opportunity and like, let's recalibrate. And that's Absolutely. not just saying like, I'm better at that than you are. I'm just saying like, tends to be yeah. like what happens. Um, also, I want to say I'm grateful for family and all that stuff too. One of the things that I talk to you about often is that I'm very grateful. And this is just one example, mm -hmm. being able to walk to a local coffee shop. Mm -hmm. It's like just one of my favorite small items in small life. Small joys. Just to be able to walk to a coffee shop, get a cup of coffee, say hello to your people. We used to be able to sit there, but now we don't anymore. But like, love it. Yeah. Makes me so happy. And probably the one that we are most grateful for as far as like physical surrounding small joys is like we have a view from our oh, place. Yeah. Yeah. And it is the single greatest like shared thing that brings us joy that we talk about all the time. And yeah. like, we just, we're on the same page with that, that like you having You used to view, want to move us into an apartment complex where we well, started out the wall. I did go wall. through a period of time where I like really thought, how much money could we save if we just like, yeah. you know- move to like a much cheaper place in more inland just like a, a townhouse or something like that and you were like are you insane and now I, I think I was I think we should just go rent an Airbnb at like a place for like a week in one of those places and it just, just give you the perspective it. yeah because you'll be like yeah. okay yeah this is really worth it okay moving on still, still married. married number 10 if you could change anything about the way you were raised what would be what would it be oh wow we're oh wow <laughs> <laughs> we are already on the couch so here we go if you change anything about the way that you were raised i mean my cliche answer to this is that i wouldn't be the person that i am today so i don't want to change any of those okay, things okay that's fine we've all yeah. everyone knows that but if there's one thing you could change i mean i think i my most striking thing again like i know it would change who i am as a person but like if i could have gone to one high school for four years in a place where i actually felt that i liked mm, being yeah. there i think that would have that would be something i would change because mm. that high school sucked for me it mm -hmm. was awful just mm -hmm. every year was i was a new kid every single year basically i went to just crappy high schools and not like they weren't like bad neighborhoods they were just like very affluent very stuffy it just was not fun at all yeah it, this is a, kind of a weird answer but it's just top of mind recently i wish that like exercise and and like light, like healthy living <clears throat> would have been more of a thing in our house. Yeah. Like <clears throat> my mom did a great job of not feeding us junk food all the time and like having balanced meals and she cooked a lot and that was great. And I played sports in, um, you know, all through school or whatever. But I feel like I didn't learn that muscle of like self-discipline mm -hmm. that much <clears throat> when it comes to taking care of my body. And I don't know. It's a little bit of a double-edged sword, though, because, like, you don't want to start that so early that you make your yeah. kids hyper-aware of that. But I just – I wish health was, like, I guess a conversation and a value yeah. that was more talked about. I remember, it's a weird one, but – I remember in middle school, Philip Chia was one of my best friends. Yeah. And he already had, like, a weight bench in his basement and was doing bench press. And I just remember being like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And he was just, like, a little muscly kid. He was yeah. one of those. I hope he's you doing okay. It's really interesting. They just had an episode of This Is Us that was kind of telling the story of that. Maybe I told you about it. But I think that is not talked about enough of young men. Like, we talk about body image with women a lot. But young men and how that conversation starts so early that, like, you have to be muscly and you have yeah. to be strong and you have to – like, I just – I don't think we talk enough about how, like, men struggle with body image too and feeling yeah, like – toxic masculinity is all it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Still married? Um, still married. 11, take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Well, this one's so long. Yeah. Skip? 
How about do it in 30 seconds? How about, okay. Okay, you start first. Are we going to have a timer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Your life story is, we're going life story, start to finish. Yeah. Wait. Okay. You're setting a stopwatch here? Yeah, 30 seconds. All right, here we go. Go. All right. I was born in Phoenix, Arizona to a single mom. Uh, we moved to California. had a, another dad come into the picture. My little sister was born. Lived in San Diego, where we live now, which is kind of crazy. Moved all the way across the country. I remember in our car, we had our cat. And I put my hand on the cage, and it scratched my finger. And that was a traumatizing memory. Uh, lived in Virginia for a while. Actually, in my grandparents' house that they owned, which was fun. I lived in the attic. It was fully refurbished, but it was fun, I guess. I had a whole creative studio, which is really cool. Uh, I remember looking at a house that had a bunk bed up in the corner with a Darkwing Duck poster. You're done. Really fun. You don't. You don't even get to anything. <laughs> How do I do? You, you got to the Darkwing Darkwing Duck dark poster. Duck All right. Poster. Oh, okay. Go. Okay. I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. I was a super sensitive little kid. I went to school. I was like super in, into school and trying to be really good. My parents. Uh, my dad got remarried because my parents got divorced when I was like nine months old. My dad got remarried. Then they got divorced. Then he got remarried again. A lot of going back and forth between mom and dad, but still they love me a lot. And then went to college, University of Florida, got into advertising, felt like I wanted to do creative, thought I might move to New York. Then I went to did an internship in Time's New York. Time's up. Oh, Great job. 30 seconds goes by so fast. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I only got to Darkwing Duck. I moved many more times after that, that was part of my of life. Fun. All right. Okay. Cute. So now you know. Um... That was number, okay, number 12. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Now, are we talking superpowers? No, no. It's like a quality or ability, like a skill or a quality. Okay. Just so you know, like, invisibility is an ability. It's in, it's in the word. Okay, invisibility. It has to be realistic. Okay. Um, I, I think I know mine. Go for it. Sing. Sing. I wish I could sing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love singing. I love music. Nope. Yeah, whoop, it would be singing. Whoop, it would whoop, be singing. Because I think if I sang, then I could write songs. Yeah. Because I would love to be a songwriter, but I can't sing. And I don't know music. And I wish I would have learned an instrument. But something you should know about me, I love songwriting. I watch I, I watch all the episodes of Songland. I watch songwriting documentaries. There's one yeah. by Ed Sheeran that's really good. I watch all of Taylor Swift's songwriting stuff. Like, I'm obsessed with songwriting. I can't sing or don't know music. Babe, that's not true. It seems so well. It's so bad. <laughs> I even thought about taking voice lessons just to get like 5% better so that I could enjoy singing more because I can't. Just sing the way you sing. But it's just annoying when you're not on key. Like that's what music is. It's notes. And when you can't hit the notes, you're not you singing just, the song. I think you should just embrace who you are, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. That's cool. Um, what ability would I want? You know what the like super funny random one mm-hmm. is that comes to mind immediately mm-hmm. to be able to do a standing backflip. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, that's a good one. No reason. Just okay. think it'd be cool to be able to do it. <laughs> cool. I mean, picturing your body doing a standing backflip would be good. impressive. If you guys don't know what I look like, about six foot four, 240 pounds. That's a large Also, your like, joints are so snap, crackle, poppy. Yeah. Like, I just picture you breaking a leg, just your legs snapping. I should, let me reiterate. Being able to do a standing backflip and surviving, surviving every time. Surviving every time. <laughs> okay. That was set one. Still married. All right. Still married through step one. All right. Number 13, set two. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Crystal ball you the truth i wouldn't want to know my future i don't want to know i would want to know 
you know what? Would you want to know what people actually think about you? Probably not. No. <laughs> Dear God, no. <laughs> I want to live in bliss. Here's mine. Okay. Here's mine. Okay. I want to know if we're going to devolve as humans mm. and if I should move to my island now. Now. I've always talked about this for as long as we've been together. I just want to move to an island, just like have a Call nice little it. hut, just like that's not where I live. Civilization. Just be there. Like, I don't it, think I'd want to know anything. I just, I like the I, amount my of- first, My first answer is- I don't want no. to know. Yeah. Okay. But my second answer is if I have to say right. something, I want to know, like, is humanity going to devolve in my lifetime to a place where, like, I need to be somewhere else? Cool. Let me get to my island. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my island is, though. It's going to be temperate. I don't want to think... be too hot. <laughs> okay. Not the Maldives, because those are going away. I don't want to know anything about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number 14. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Okay, first of all, judgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they asked it like this. Why haven't you done it? Okay. Not... Why haven't you I done mean, it? It is just a question mark. Right. So <laughs> you interpret it. Maybe I implied some tone. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and lay down and talk about that. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the biggest one for us is like doing our big trip of living abroad for a year, but yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. So that's why we haven't done it question. Um, I have my answer. What's your answer? I would say... This is probably one of the few material things that I very interested in. Like, I would love to rent a really nice car. Mm-hmm. I've said you love this cars. to you. Yeah, I love cars, and like, I haven't had like like I used to have fancy but cars. But we've rented nice cars, so what's the dream? No, but I mean, like, the dream is like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari, like oh. something like that. That's just like because I'm never going to own one of those cars. It's not practical. I'm not interested in that. I just want to like I've talked about it. From, and like, then what my do birthday. you do? You drive around? In? Yeah, just drive around. Like literally, just drive around a bunch of places. Like I don't even want to drive a thousand miles per hour. I'm not even interested in that. I just want to experience the feeling of that car because to me, driving a nice car it makes me feel something that I don't get anywhere else. Mm. Yeah. What's yours? Is there something you dreamed of doing for a long time? We, I remember this from our Big Dreams podcast episode. Like, I'm just, I don't have a lot of big dreams. Yeah. Because I do, I've done stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's that's part of the thing for us, I think. It's just like a very intentional practice for us is, number one, we don't dream so big that it's impossible. We try, like, whatever we dream, we try and achieve. So maybe one for you is to, like, build our dream house. Or not. But I don't even like spend that much time thinking of doing that. Yeah. All right. Mm. I mean, you're not going to lose if you don't have an answer. It's yeah. Okay. okay. Still married. <clears throat> Number 15. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Whoa. <sighs> Getting through my 2019? Yeah. Honestly? Yeah. Probably that. That was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. Every day was a struggle. Every minute was a struggle. And... I, I use that as my reference point of like how strong I am for everything that I do. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I used to have a real like pathology, I would say, of thinking that I was a weak person. And if you want to get rid of that, you should put yourself through the most challenging thing you've ever done. Because now when my brain tries to lie to me in, in a moment of like, oh, you're so weak. Like, I don't even believe it anymore because yeah. I'm like, I know I'm not. Yeah. What's the question again? What is your greatest accomplishment of your life? Just not being a bad person. Just like being a genuinely good person. That's a good one. My other answer is fifth grade mile time. Mine's fifth grade spelling bee. Yeah. God, that was really the height of my... 
it's where we peaked. It's where we all peaked. Yeah. Stepped on that presidential I test. will say another one that really stands out in my mind is giving the speech at my high school graduation. Hmm. I wasn't valedictorian. So two people, two students spoke at graduation, the valedictorian, which was not me. Right. And then it was a student elect or a faculty elected speaker. Oh, wow. And I. Some might call it a teacher's pet. (laughs) Well, I remember (laughs) you had to audition for it. You had to write a speech and then like give it to this like panel. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy writing and I really enjoy speaking. And I was like, I think I can write something that would be poignant. And they gave it to me. And so I got to speak at graduation. Nice. It was really nerve-wracking but it stands out as a moment that i felt really proud of myself yeah yeah cool cool what do you value most in a friendship Mm, i know my answer immediately go for it it's it's sort of wrapped up into the same one but like flexibility and allowing me to be my full self yeah so something that really is important to me in friendships is like no obligations like knowing that i I put in the time with them to like really listen and show up for them when they need me. But like if I can't like if we set a date for a phone call and I'm like, hey, today I just like I can't be present. I'm not feeling it or whatever. Being able to have someone say, oh, no problem. Like it's with no judgment, with no judgment or no drama or whatever. Like and I would do the same for them. And just like that flexibility in life so that the friendship doesn't feel fragile. It feels like. I know that, you know, life is busy and and everybody's in a different headspace at all different times. And just we'll like, you know, my best friend in the world, it's like if we miss each other all the time, then it's like we'll connect when we're meant to connect. And then we do. And it's like we never didn't, you know? Yeah. Do you want to name any of the people who aren't flexible? Just, you know, on the mic. Just (laughs) yeah. Yeah. These friends. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Mike and Julia. Yeah. You guys aren't flexible. Um, I think I have two. Mm -hmm. They're they're They compete for me neck and neck. Uh, See if you can guess them. Oh, okay. Two things in friendship. Yeah. One would be, um, like, open-mindedness and, like, similar values and not Mm. a douchebag. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Try again. Another one would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, sense of humor. Sense of humor. It's very up there. That's another one for me. Yeah. The other one? Yeah. Honesty. Honesty. I, I want, like, direct honest no bullshit don't sugarcoat it if i'm being an asshole tell me to be an asshole if you got a thing you want to share about your financial situation that sucks don't beat around the bush just tell me like and i don't mean that as like you know like people need to like gush all their problems to me i just mean like i don't like fakeness i just want people to be like brutally straightforward yeah hey do you want to go do this thing no i do not awesome thank you for letting me know i don't want the like oh i don't know yeah yeah mike (laughs) mike don't beat around the bush okay Still married. Yeah, still married. Number 17. What is your most treasured memory? God, that's hard. Your Whoa. most treasured memory? Whoa. 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 I mean, I have one that like immediately springs to mind okay. because I think it's just like it's something I will never ever forget. Okay. We paid off all our debt. We saved up for a year. We went to Tahiti. Mm -hmm. We stayed at the crappy motel at the airport because we couldn't actually go to the hotel. We finally got through all that. Mm -hmm. We get, obviously, huge first world problem. Mm -hmm. We get to the hotel. We are walking out on the wooden walkway to the the bungalow. And it just like, and we have video of it. We took video of this moment just because I wanted to remember it. And I sometimes go back and watch it. And I'm just like, yeah, that was 
breathtaking. It felt surreal. That was something I will absolutely never forget. And I know it's something that so few people get to experience, which is why I think I will never forget it. Mm. And we may never experience that again, but that just was like, amazing. And we were together and it was like, it was stressful to get there. Mm -hmm. And we had the house leak right before we left. Such a... We've told that story before. We had Crazy. a toilet basically explode from the back yeah. uh, right the morning before we left. And we still still figured it out how to leave. That's my the walk, That's the really walk on the, the, in TED. My brain was going to childhood memories. Yeah, go for it. But there's just so... Few? It's just, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like weird like what your brain right. picks out. Um, one, I think I've told you this story before, but one that definitely sticks out in my mind as just like a warm memory is my dad took us to Disney World with, it was my brothers, my, like my stepbrother, my brother and my, and like our next door neighbor. And then I think just me, I don't even think we took Maggie, like maybe she was too little. That's my little sister. And my two things first i remember my dad on main street there was a store and he i really wanted this winnie the pooh dress and he bought me the winnie the pooh dress and he let me and i I said can i change into it so i got to change how old were you oh very small like six maybe but like if anyone i don't know if anyone remembers this from childhood of being able to like change into your new thing in the store wear your thing out of the store oh my gosh and so but wait the memory that's not i mean that by itself like felt really nice and good and wonderful and then it was getting to be sundown and um, a clearly a person who worked at the park who was kind of dressed up in like a costume came up to me and said, do you want to help me turn on the lights in the park? Ooh. And I was like, yes. And he said, you okay, but I have to, there, there's magic. And so he like sprinkled glitter probably or something. <laughs> and he said, okay, now snap once. And I snapped, and the lights went on on the right-hand side of the street. And he said, snap again. And the lights went on the other side of the street, and then snap a second time, and then all the lights came on. And so they must do this oh, to, like, yeah. one kid every day or whatever. But I somehow got to be the kid. And I just – I remember feeling so special, and it was, like, such a good memory. I also – I just had a memory that I haven't had in a really long time, which is that we ate on that same trip at, like – one of the restaurants in the park and my stomach kind of hurt. And my dad was like, let's go to Thunder Mountain Railroad. It'll make your stomach hurt less. <laughs> and we did this roller coaster, you know, roller coaster yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it, my, did, my stomach did hurt less after it. And there it felt so fun. Uh, childhood memory. I don't have a very specific one, but yeah. I do remember my mom would take me to a zoo mm-hmm. and we would always get churros. Mm-hmm. And so I just always had this association with zoo of like, we don't go to the zoo anymore because I don't think it's very humane to animals. But it's just like, as soon as I walk in, give me a churro. Like I just <laughs> yeah. have, like you've been with me. We went oh to my zoo God. before, like yeah. got to get a churro. You got, yeah, yeah, you definitely have a churro thing. Yeah. Um, number 18. Number 18. So we are halfway. Yeah. Right. What is your most terrible memory? Oh no. No. Nope. nope. We're nope. not buying into nope. it. Nope. Nope. We're not buying into it. Yeah, we can share that. Ourselves. What's a what's just a a bad memory? A bad memory that's not like traumatic. So I have a Disney oh, story okay. for you. Go ahead. The only time I remember going to Disneyland, yeah. we drove from Jacksonville to Orlando. Uh, we got a flat tire mm. right before getting to Disney, and I just remember it took like so long. I, and I was like, I don't know, late teens or yeah, know, whatever. 
And I don't remember anything about the rest of the trip. Mm-hmm. I think there were probably some parental fighting that went on. That and like, just, I just like, like blacked out, out yeah. like all of it. and was like, nope. That's and you can funny. imagine parents with two kids, like flat oh, tires, yeah. hot. Stressful, yeah. Yeah, just you, the trip was long and all that. So that's a bad memory. Yeah. What was my bad memory that's like not terrible? Also, I hope that us bringing up bad memories isn't triggering for anybody. So yeah. apologies if it does that for you at all. A lot of my bad memories are um, – I had like a really – tough time with storms when I was little. Mm. Um, we've talked about this recently because I'm like, yeah. there's definitely some like unmined trauma there because I, not not consciously, but like there was a really bad storm the other night, like a couple of weeks ago and I was anxious all night. And yeah. I'm like, I'm a 32 year old woman. Like I know that I'm fine, but yeah. it just is something crazy. But um, it was, I think it all stems back to, I was in like second or no, it must've been third grade and I was in extended day. Did you ever do extended day? Yeah. It's, you know, you like say after yeah. school or whatever. And in Jacksonville, Florida, a, a tornado came through, which is like really rare for Jacksonville. Cause hurricanes are usually are. Usually it's hurricanes. Yeah. And I think it might've been hurricane season and it just stirred up the wind or something into a tornado and or a whatever a wind yeah, 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 not yeah, like a crazy yeah. like Kansas was tornado windy. but well it was a really bad storm yeah. but I re- distinctly remember watching the brave little toaster in this classroom after school and the storm is getting worse and worse outside and all of a sudden the power the power surger or whatever it is must have blown transformer the transformer yeah. blew because the TV like have you ever seen a TV do that yeah. where it like blow it not blows up but like it yeah flashes and it makes a really loud popping noise yeah and then we had to get under our desks and like it was scary yeah that's traumatic a, that's a bad memory yikes why is that question in there that one's not fun well you just get to know each other you know yeah but you have to be vulnerable okay number 19 if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly would you change anything about the way you are living now why Oof. let's pretend this is not not pandemic. covid era yeah not pandemic times That's obviously i mean yeah right now if if i knew i was gonna die a year from now i think we would immediately move to europe travel yeah yeah we would immediately just start traveling going to all these places just trying to see places like yeah, we get so much value out of that as much of the world as possible experience as much of the world as possible um that's exactly what i would do yeah I and think, I'd, I think... I'd have to start training you on the archery <laughs> we would have to devote several hours to that yeah you know and i do think like trying to spend more time with our families because i mean and again this is not covid era but even like normal times like we because we live so far away from them we can only see them like once a year right but that's just that's the reality of living in a place that we want to live it's just like a hard balance of seeing our families but also living in the place that we want to live bring them with us just scoop them up yep okay number 20 yep what does are we still married yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is weird. This one says, what does friendship mean to you? Because the other one is very similar. But friendship to me means somebody who sees you and knows you for who you really are and appreciates you. So, like, they know your flaws, but they know they appreciate you for – I mean, friendship is the same thing as, like, love, really. Yeah. You know? It's just, like, platonic love. But it's, like, they, they see you for the wholeness of who you are and appreciate you. And they they think that their life is better with you in it. Yeah. 
It's a thoughtful answer. Oh, thanks. I would say beyond the two parameters that I have for my mm-hmm. friends of honest funny and funny. And honest. Uh, is just shared experience. So the thing you said about like shared values, but like shared interests as well and, and having common interests. Like I think about our friend Caleb and like we text about sports and we text about the GameStop stuff. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just like there's random things that we all and it's just it makes it fun because you get to share those experiences with people. Yeah. And I think that's what makes relationships and friendships. I think also whole. being happy for someone else's happiness. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like when my, you know, we're, we don't have kids yet and we're, we don't have kids in the immediate future, but like my friends are all having kids and I'm so happy for them. Like yeah. their life is completely different than mine, but I truly get so excited when, you know, I, I love their kids. I love seeing their kids grow up. Like, I just think, you know, that you're a friend with someone when you are happy for their success or you're happy for their good things that happen to them. Yeah. Also, we have lots of parenting advice for them. Yeah, we do. We tell them all the time how to be good parents. Um, Sleep train. Come on, do it. (laughs) Cried out. (laughs) You don't know what that is? No. Um, what number 21, what roles do love and affection play in your life? what roles do love and affection play in your life yeah i think in our relationship you are definitely the more emotional feeling affectionate person Mm -hmm. and i probably have some deep-rooted stuff that like i don't i don't accept love through those things normally i normally accept love through acts of service which if you know the love languages it doesn't necessarily just mean you're doing things for me it just means that you're doing things that show that you care and that you are thinking are, are about thinking you. about me i think we've also learned that quality time is probably your next highest love language yeah i really i mean it, it for me i like being present with another person exactly. and that doesn't mean that we have to be snuggling and cuddling and canoodling that just means that like if we're going to be together let's be together like yeah. i don't want distractions i don't want other things i just want to like be in that moment and share the moment this is also something interesting that i don't think i've ever heard other couples talk about but i'm sure it exists so we've already talked about like you you have a thing with affection like it's hard for you to accept affection in the traditional sense of like holding hands or kissing or like necking i don't know what people do (laughs) canoodling (laughs) canoodling yeah um but one of the ways that you transform that is like we we like play fight a lot like we wrestle and we like we pretend to be annoyed with each other we like we like what how, what do you call that play yeah, but play fighting play. i i would i think it's embarrassing to talk about it because really no 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 no, no. I, I let me rephrase i think it can feel a little bit embarrassing to talk about that because i don't think enough people talk about it and yeah. a lot of people do it yeah. like i know i watch like random people on youtube and like all of a sudden they'll start wrestling yeah. and i'm like that is such a bizarre human behavior it is. but you know it's like a primal instinct of like we're playing we love each other we're having fun yeah but it, to see two grown adults do it, do it it's even, so w- even when we're doing it like i think it's so weird but it's but I love it. It's like one of my most favorite things about our relationship because it satisfies that part of me that is looking for connection, like physical touch from you. But also I know that you don't feel comfortable in the traditional physical touch sense. So like if we didn't do that, I, I feel like there would be something missing because we just would be, you know, missing that like connection point. But but like when we play – it makes me feel so happy because we just, we laugh so hard. Yeah. We, I also just go so dramatic. You, you go yeah. so dramatic. Like, like flopping over the back of the couch yeah, is one like, of my favorite ouch, moves. Ouch. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's a weird thing that we do that I just thought I would share because and people don't talk about it a lot. And I feel like if you're with a partner who 
does not feel comfortable in the traditional affection sense, maybe you play fight. Hey, too. are you a play fighter with your significant other? Send me a DM. <laughs> yeah, Jason, so, Jason so does Jason stuff won't on be Instagram. Embarrassed about it. Well, I just am curious. I would love to know if there are other play fighters that are it's listening to this. It's my favorite thing. I think it's fun. Obviously, we do it all the time. Yeah. My favorite thing is like when you're in bed and you are reading your Kindle, sometimes like you're already asleep, but sometimes you're not. And I come in and like my favorite thing is just like trying to flop on top of you, but you you won't you like you're the game is how can I prevent Caroline from flopping on top of me? So like your legs, you like start fighting me with your legs and I'm like trying to get, but I'm still holding and reading my Kindle. Yeah, exactly. Cause you're like 10 times stronger than me. And flexible uh, and more flexible. It's, it's okay. <laughs> we get it. You're a presidential fitness medal. We get it. Yeah. President's club. Okay. Which is now a good thing. Number 22. Definitely still marrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 22. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. Okay. Five positive characteristics. Five? Yeah. I can give you so... I can definitely give you five for you. Let's go three. Just because we have a lot okay, to get three, to. Three, I'm just three, trying three. to be mindful of time. Number one for you is... I would say disciplined. Mise en place. <laughs> Life mise en place. Mise en place. Yeah. Disciplined. You are the most disciplined person that I have ever met. Also, if you, thank you. Also, if you don't know what mise en place is, I now realize we're saying that a lot. Maybe someone doesn't know what that is. Mise en place is things in place. And mm-hmm. it's in cooking when you have like everything out. So like everything's measured, everything's in little ramekins or bowls. And it's just like so ready and organized to be put into a meal. Just thought that'd be helpful if someone's like, what do they keep saying? Phrase of the day is mise en place. Mise en place. So disciplined for me. Your yeah, positive characteristic, disciplined. I think yours is emotional intuitiveness. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because even for someone like me who is not very emotional at all, it, it's helpful to be around someone who reminds you of like, oh, let's not just be a robot every day. You know, like you yeah. gotta change. Here's it what you're feeling. Here's yeah. what someone else is feeling. Cool. Um, the second one for you would be some version of like honest or authentic. Like you don't have it's very it's 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 very annoying characteristic at times because you just don't you don't you can't even tell like a white lie. Like I'm just like Won't do pretend it. Won't do it. Pretend that no. I that it's your favorite thing I've ever worn and you're no. like it's not. No. <laughs> even like like social situations, like not even just with you, but yeah. just in general. Like I cannot fake it. It's I know. like I just It's an can't. Enneagram eight thing. Like if you're a person who follows Enneagram, Jason's an eight, but um, but it's also my one of my favorite characteristics about you because everything you say you mean. Yeah. And I know that you're never lying. Never. So that's cool. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. Except for all my secret Bitcoin that I have that you of don't course. get any. Of course. Because I bought it super early. And I was really early on GameStop stock. <laughs> uh other thing for you. <sighs> I mean, I think, what's what's the actual question? It's um, alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic. Yeah. I thought, for some reason in my mind, like one of your favorite characteristics about the other person. But like, I think one of the things that really, like I look forward to every day is just our stimulating conversation. Mm. Like previous relationships, won't name names. <laughs> like there just wasn't a lot of stimulating conversation. Like intellectual Yeah, and discourse. like I love that. A lot of times we'll just like you while you're making breakfast, like, hey, I had this thought. And like we just go down a rabbit hole of something. And in the moment, like I don't think we appreciate that as much as you might. But in looking like when I think about it and I look back, I'm like, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things. Like we always are having thoughtful conversations about things. Now we're probably saying really stupid, dumb stuff, but but we think it's great. We think it's super interesting. Yeah. 
that's a really good one that we don't acknowledge enough. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Okay, one and more. And then finally, I would say, what, are you looking at your toes? What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. okay. The final one for you um, that I just thought of is how imaginative you are. It is mm. one of my favorite things about you. You are so imaginative. Your brain makes up songs. It makes up stories. It comes up with things that are so out of left field. And it's something I admire about you that you don't have you you have this like childlike quality to you yeah that is so fun to be around because you don't have this like part of you that thinks things are too silly or too weird and you're just very weird and I really like that thank you I think mm-hmm. in some ways I'm very much an adult who wants to like do adult things but then in a lot of you're other ways I'm absolutely a child you're the most responsible twelve year old I've ever met thank you Dunstan will check in. <laughs> <laughs> Dunstan has checked in. Uh, So my easy answer, because this is actually what I was going to say for the other two, but I thought of other things, is your creativity. Like, I love that you have your art. I love that you express yourself through so many different mediums of art. You were way earlier on poetry than any of the people on Instagram who are doing poetry in school now. (laughs) Uh, But I, I think, like, and just, like, constantly trying to change your creative outlook, outlets in different ways. So, yeah. Thank you, man. Did a great job. Definitely married. Still married. 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? I'll start. Yeah. I definitely am grateful for my childhood. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't think my family listens to this, but yeah. I did, I mean, I would tell, tell them to their face. It was not an easy childhood from the perspective of there was a lot of change. It was, you know, divorces and changing households and stepsisters and stepbrothers. And it was a lot to take in as like a kid. However... I think my parents did such a good job of navigating us through that those changes. They taught us. They loved us. I never questioned how much my parents loved me. And then also my stepdad. So he married my mom when I was like three. So I always had my dad, my mom, and my stepdad. So many dads. So, so many dads. Yeah. <laughs> An embarrassment of riches of yeah. dads. And I just think like I know how privileged, you know, I am am to be born into a family where people loved me and um you know and we didn't have a lot of money but my mom I I marvel at how my mom was able to like get all the side jobs and things that she did in order to pay for stuff and to keep good food in the house and you she know, was a side hustler before side hustling that's right yeah and so I would say and I'm very grateful that it's a chaotic family and there's a lot going on, and there's dynamics that are at play. Yeah. But I'm very grateful that all of us are in it together. How's the phrasing of the question again? I really like to come back to the question I know. phrasing. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? The last thing I'll say, because just when I reread the question, is I think for as you know wonderful as my family is, I would say that we're all a lot more independent than I see other people in families. Yeah. Like we all hang out together and stuff. But like I remember in college when girls would talk to their moms every single day. And that was never me. Like my mom yeah. and I are very close. But and we probably talk every couple of days now. But there for most of my life, it was like we just she let me be my my own person like yeah. we just i didn't feel connected at the hip to her i really wonder if that's one of those societal things though that like it makes it it lifts up more of the stories of like oh look how many times these people interact with their families and like all this stuff and they have these traditions and conversation and that but like i think the majority of people i think as you become adults you have your own lives and you yeah. do separate a little bit i don't know that's just my thought of like we think that maybe more people and we're the outcasts but i actually think the outcasts are the people who are doing more of it mm. more connection 
Um, my answer to this question is very similar to yours. I grew up with a bunch of divorce as well. And so a lot of change, a lot of moving as in my 30 seconds of my life, I'd already moved three <laughs> times. There's like seven more times in there so after great. that. Uh, so yeah, there were a lot of challenges. I mean, I never, I never thought I necessarily had a bad childhood. There were certainly things that weren't great about my childhood at all. But I also know that those are the things that shape you as a person. And we talk about this a lot. Like, I don't know any well-adjusted people who had, like, pristine, perfect right. childhood. Or came from extremely affluent families. And or that's like... not to say that those don't exist at all. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying I think the majority of people who are good people, who have good values, who care about others, who, you know, want the world to be a better place than how they found it are people who went through not having things and went through challenges and changes and things. So yeah, well, I don't think I had the easiest upbringing ever. I know it was better than a lot of other people. So there's a lot of privilege there. And I also know that, yeah, my mom loved me through all the different things that we went through. And, and I still, still feel that to this day, but you know, I'm honest. So I don't think I have, I don't think there's the most warm and loving relationship with my entire family, but it's certainly not bad at all. Like it's just, I don't have a lot of things in common with my family. I think that's what makes it so difficult for me is because they don't align on things, it makes it just tough. Yeah. And I think at the very, you know, least, like I was saying before, there's a lot of love, but families are complicated. Totally. And you, you're trying to balance being connected to this unit while also being your own person. Yeah. And as you get older and you become more rooted in who that person is, sometimes you can feel distanced from your family and that's hard. Um, but I do, the last thing I do want to say is like, if there's anything that you and I have like really come to understand, we knew this before, but really come to understand in the past year, it's just like, you know, if you, this is not to diminish any hardship that you had to undergo as a child, you or myself, but if you grew up white in this country, yeah. like you have such a tremendous leg up, like totally. you have such a tremendous amount of privilege. And I think about that now when I think, you know, I, I think I view my childhood in a little bit of a different lens when I say things like we didn't have a lot of money or they, I'm like, yeah, but like we weren't on food stamps. Well, yeah. And like we had so many advantages, even not having a lot of money, like, you know, the way, like everything, yeah. everything, the yeah. way that teachers viewed us, the way that teachers treated us, the way that, um, you know, any adults treated us just because we you got were picked white. by all those teachers to speak at a thing. Exactly. But so anyway, I just want to acknowledge that. And that's yeah. something that we've, I've, I've re evaluated my, the way that I view my childhood now through the lens of understanding what privilege is. So, yeah. um, still married, still married. How number 24, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? We scooch up a little bit. Yes. Oops. Careful. Well, uh, you have an interesting relationship with your mother. I feel like because, she, I mean, to an extent, she was a single mother for an, a number of years. Yeah. I, I feel mean, like that forges a unique relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is unique and it's evolved so much over time. And, you know, on one hand, it's like I do feel really close to my mom. But on another hand, I feel not very close to my mom, which doesn't really make sense to say. But it's just I think we grew up and we, like, had to be close because obviously – but then as I got older and I figured out my own life and everything else, like I didn't need that closeness and I wanted to figure things out on my own. And like, she made me a very independent person. And so like, this is who you made and this is what you get. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think I know actually my mom would love to talk more often than we do, but one saving or silver lining of this pandemic is that I call my mom so much more Same. than I did before. Yeah. I mean, I would go months without calling my mom and that's not because I don't love my mom. It's just because 
don't have really anything to talk about. And, and, and it's just not the first thing that comes to mind. Like I want to share this with my mom. So, but now it's like, yeah, like things could change drastically. Things could get bad. Things got bad, you know, whatever. So I do want to have more conversations and stay more in touch. Yeah. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I have like a close relationship with my mom. I would just say that I love my mom. I know that she loves me. Um, I know that I'm probably not the son that she wanted who like has a family and like all this stuff and lives close and she can be a grandma and like all of that but I think she's also really happy that I'm living my life the way that I want yeah choosing the things that make me really happy that is something that we have to be really grateful for is like you and I both lucked out in that our moms I know that they both would wish that we lived closer and they both would wish that we maybe would have taken more traditional routes in life but they're so happy for us yeah they're they let us do our thing they appreciate you know it doesn't cause a rift i feel like it just it might cause distance but it doesn't cause like a rift yeah um and as for my relationship with my mom like i really feel like it's undergone an interesting transformation over the past couple of years like especially because my mom went through a cancer diagnosis like three years ago now and that really brought up a lot of stuff like it uncovered a lot of stuff in me that maybe i hadn't acknowledged from my childhood not bad stuff but just like things that kept me distanced from her and it allowed me to bring those things out go to therapy for those things and then now I feel like I have an appreciation of my mom for the whole person that she is you know what I mean I think for a long time like maybe I thought oh I'm trying to just trying to figure out how to say this without yeah I, I think it's just you had some preconceived notions of her that in zooming the lens out you could see like oh i'm only looking at these things right as opposed to like all of patty i have more empathy also for some of the decisions that she made like growing up and stuff and i can see more of the good because i was able to work through some of the stuff that made me feel you know uncomfortable or or made me feel like also, oh, I had to I had to be more responsible than yeah. I wanted to at a younger age. You yeah. know what I mean? I also just think that's human nature too, right? Of like we focus so much more on the bad than we do the good. And yeah. you really have to be intentional to take a step back and go, okay, like this is maybe a tough patch, but like overall, yeah. I still love this person. I still, you know, want to support them and take care of them and whatever. Yeah. And now same thing like you with the pandemic. Like I talk to her more often than I ever have. We have some of the best conversations. Um, I really love just chatting with her we're very similar in a lot of ways but different in a lot of ways yeah so i think my relationship with her has evolved and i just appreciate her a lot and appreciate everything that she's done for me in my life and i love her a lot yeah okay set number three let's blaze through still married where are we at number 25 okay make three true we statements each for example or for instance we are both in this room feeling blah 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 Okay, I'm going to go list. statements. We're going silly on these. Because okay. like a lot of these last questions sure, are like sure, heavy. Sure. Okay? Okay. Yeah. We both think farts are funny. True. Yeah. Um, we love spending time together. We're supposed and to do silly things. The, just, no. Okay. I, I want to do. I'll do the silly ones. Yeah, then. exactly. <laughs> we love spending time together and we are each other's favorite people in the world. Speak for yourself. You know that's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we can equally find people of the opposite sex attractive. Yes. Yeah. Like We love to talk about boy crushes, girl yeah. crushes. They crushes. They crushes. So they would call it? They? No, you'd be like a non-binary crush. Like, uh, okay. I mean, we just... Longer. Listen, we find people if, attractive. If you're attractive, you're attractive to us. 
not societally. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, you got one more? We. Ooh. Whoa. See the singing <laughs> lessons we need? <laughs> Someone's dog just barked. We, <laughs> we really miss traveling. Yeah. 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 I, I actually think that's a, it's again, one of these good silver lining things that it shows you of you take something for granted. Like we took for granted that we could just pick up and go somewhere in the world and have these experiences and then something changes and it's like, oh, I wish we could go back to doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't think we ever took it for granted, but we took the ability to do it for granted. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. we we appreciated every trip we took, every but yeah. like the ability to do it whenever we wanted to, we took for granted. I think I have one more. You have one more. We both love listening to Leon Bridges. Oh, love so Leon Bridges. Good. So good. God, there's nothing better. I remember when we used to like just take drives. See, and this is why I said bridges. it because mm. it really it it's a, a good like, thing for us. I forgot to mention he's a part of my perfect day. Oh yeah, just some Leon. Mm-hmm. Okay, number twenty six. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share dot dot dot. I wish I had someone with whom I could share dot dot dot. Your emotions with. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I have a therapist. It's fine. Who I could share my deep love of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Or musicals. No. No. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Like her. Yeah. Like I want, like, I wish I had someone who I could like just really sit down and like deep dive and just like talk about how brilliant and the songwriting and the, the production, like. That's what I, I don't really have any like diehard Swifty friends in my life. Yeah. What's the, how's the phrase? I wish I had someone with whom I could share dot, dot, dot. I don't feel like I'm lacking anybody. Cause like my immediate thought is like baking, but our friend Jen, like I can share my baking stuff with Jen yeah. all the time. Uh, my love of like gadgets and electronics, it's Caleb. I can share it with Caleb. Um, like all the things that we share in life, like I think we almost thoroughly share them. So nobody. I guess it would be car stuff. I don't really have anybody have in my a, life. Like, a car but I, I also like I don't feel that that's lacking. Totally. Oh, also I had a dream last night what? that we built a Tesla powered Clifford together. Uh, just for our family, we oh, have okay. one. Yeah, not we, together. Not really. yeah, yeah. That's probably it for and us. And here's the little detail what? that this is how detailed my mind got. On the little hubcaps for the wheels, do you remember Clifford's wheels that had the like mirrored center? There was a little lightning bolt on it to like denote that it was electric. It was like a that's little cute. detail. Isn't that cute? Cute that. My mind literally was that detailed in this that's, <laughs> thought process. That's adorable. Someone to share my build of this electric truck. Okay. There we go. I'll be sure to find, find you that someone. Person. Craigslist. Number 27. If you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share. I guess this is for strangers, but please share what would be important for him or her to know. So let's pretend that we're strangers and we're becoming friends as partners for the first time. What would you want me to know? And what would I want you to know? I would want you to know that sometimes I am emotional, but that it's not about you and that it's just my own emotional landscape and that the best thing that you can do for me is to just be there and hold space for me as I go through those different emotions. And 
that's it. That's because we I don't know. know each other. Yeah. When you're in these emotional states and yeah. I'm just holding space for you, yeah. but it feels like I'm not doing enough. Are there any other details you'd like to provide of how I could do a better job? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just wanted to check for the future us. I know? see. Yeah. Because um, again, no. we don't know each other very well. Right, we so don't. No. And I've never been in this situation. And also, I would <laughs> like you to know that in those scenarios, it's not about you doing enough. You're already enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Doesn't feel like I'm about to. <laughs> uh, I would like you to know about me that even though I don't in the future offer up a lot of physical affection mm-hmm. at times, that doesn't mean that I don't love you completely and with all of my heart. That was cute. Thank you. <laughs> I read it on a Hallmark card. Yeah, I know you did. For Valentine's. Okay, number twelve. Almost done here. Number twenty-eight. Still married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number 28, tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time, saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. I feel like we've already done this one a couple times. What you like about them, yeah. I feel like we've done this one. Not to like, it's not that I don't want to say things like it. It's just we've said. But more like we're doing this on a podcast for other people Okay, we'll choose one more thing. What I like about you is just that I love spending time with you. Well, yeah. You're so fun. I would too. You're so funny. You're so helpful. You make everything enjoyable. You make me a better person. Wow, that's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, because you said thoughtful things, I'm going to say something that's like kind of askew, just because like I just said a really nice thoughtful thing, and I like to keep things sure, fresh sure, sure. and different sure, for our listeners. Sure. Because again, people are listening to this. I don't are know you? if you remember. Are you though? Yeah, are you this far? Um, I like that when you like get into something whether it's like a project or whatever like once you're in you're all in Mm -hmm. and you just like you you will we will get it done we will figure it out we will set the plan for it we will build a spreadsheet for it we will set you know a budget we'll go line by line and figure it like it's just it it's mise en place for me like it does it makes me happy to be like okay we got everything planned out we're gonna do this thing and we're gonna stick to it and get it done that's nice i don't think you've ever said that to me about me well Um, number 29, share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Oh boy. Embarrassing I'm moment. I think of when I was embarrassed. Oh, I'll go. I got one immediately. I have one, but I don't know if I can say it. Uh, I was, how old was I? Probably like 13. Mm-hmm. So just a little asshole, just a little <laughs> teenage asshole. Uh, we were in a mall. And I was really into collecting like X-Men cards Mm -hmm. and not baseball cards, not football cards, like X-Men trading Mm -hmm, cards. mm -hmm. And I went into, I think it was literally a GameStop, (laughs) something like that. Uh, And I, I had the money because I had like an allowance and I, you know, whatever, but I stole the cards. Jason. I put them in my pocket. (gasps) I put them in my pocket. My little sister was with me because I was watching her while my mom was probably at Nordstrom, as you would. (laughs) And... Uh, I remember I like told her I was like, "Don't you tell mom?" Because she was like standing right next to me because I was a good you know child parent like not laying around. I said, "Also, thirteen, a little too young to be taken care of." I don't know. <laughs> uh, and we left, and my sister told my mom, and my mom got so mad, drug me by my ear back to the store, made me empty my pockets, told the store clerk who was probably like a pimply eighteen year old kid. I was like, I don't care. He's like, I don't care at all. And my mom was like, Do you want to prosecute him? Do you want to get the security? <laughs> and I don't know if she said those Were things. You so but embarrassed. Super embarrassed. Oh my God. But the worst part about it was then my mom took me to my grandfather's office, who was, I think at the time, a colonel in the Air Force. Yeah. And like 
walked me into his office, sat me down, and he just told me, like, if you go down this path, and I just remember, like, the, like, embarrassment just, like, cloud over my entire body. Like, sh- yeah. Never stole another thing. <laughs> yeah. So, that worked. Yeah. I never, I never stole anything. I'm trying to decide what story to tell because I have so many good embarrassing stories. The one that comes to mind of just, like, I was just mortified. I remember the feeling of being mortified was <laughs> – say this story <laughs> it's fine i don't remember how old i was but i was old enough to f- somehow pick up around me in my surroundings that girls pee sitting down and boys pee standing up okay yeah yeah <laughs> and i remember we were at like when one of my brothers like soccer tournaments like out of town or something how old do you think you are give me a ballpark because this could be 16 Maybe for seven, me okay yeah. i guess yeah old enough to go to the bathroom by myself okay but I, again, like, don't know how old that is. Like, but still young enough to not fully understand. At two years old, they're not going to the bathroom by themselves? No, 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 All no, right. no. I don't know. Again, I do have so, parenting advice, though. Right. So I'm at this soccer tournament, and I'm like, really have this preoccupation with how – like, I'm trying to figure it out in my head because I've only ever known peeing sitting down. Right. I'm really trying to figure out in my head – I don't think I understood like what a penis was at this point because okay. I was trying to figure out well, like why would you have? how do they yeah. right get yeah. why would you pee standing up everyone's getting it yeah. like what would it's I was like the toilet's so far away like why would you not just want to sit on it yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how toilets work I don't understand and so I was for whatever reason very preoccupied with this and I decided that I was going to try to pee standing up <laughs> <laughs> so I went into the bathroom which I think it must have been a just a one single stall or whatever. I told my dad, I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I must've been in there for a while trying to figure it out. because He came <laughs> he came to check on me and he, the door, I did, forgot to lock the door. Ooh. And he like walked in on me peeing standing up. Nice. <laughs> and I remember like fumbling and being like, ah, <laughs> and, like freaking out. And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, dad. <laughs> yeah, I am dad. <laughs> and then afterwards we like never spoke about it, but I was like, Oh my God, my dad caught me Poor peeing, thing. peeing standing this up. This is Lamar? Like, Lamar, yeah. Poor Lamar, I was like, he's not equipped. No, he's not no equipped. but thankfully he is equipped because he was like, well, never going to acknowledge well, that Well, yeah, happened. I just mean like to sit down and be like, hey, that's okay hey, if that's you want to okay. try that. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, But I just remember like the feeling of embarrassment washing from my toes to my head. Like, oh my gosh. Just so embarrassed. That's also the water that he had to wash because you peed on yourself. Because I don't know. Did work. anyone else? Like, I don't know. I just feel like... Now that I'm older, I'm like, well, yeah, like that seems like a normal oh, thing that sure. you would be yeah. confused about. Yeah, absolutely. But I felt so mortified. I was like, oh, gosh. For all the parents out there, teach them to stand up either way. Yeah. yeah. Um, number 27. Nope. Nope. Number 2030. There we go. 2030. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to get there. When did you last cry in front of another person? When plaques passed. Or by passed. yourself. Yeah. When plaques passed. We're coming up on a year. I know. That's hard to believe. That was a really... Plax was our was, dog, by Plax the way. Plax was our dog that passed away almost a year ago. That was a hard time for us, but it was also a really helpful thing. Not helpful, but like a formative thing to go through as a couple because you are you are not as outwardly emotional. I know how emotional you are, but you're not as outwardly emotional as me. I mean, I think in 10 years, you probably saw me cry like twice and they were probably watching other people's dogs die. <laughs> yeah. It was always dog related, yeah. but seeing the real you of what, like seeing your emotion come out and seeing. Yeah. I don't think that's the real me. I think no, that's no, no, just no. seeing the uh, emotional side of me that I don't ever 
like well, yeah, flat out. but that's the real like all sides of you are the real you you know but i just i really it made me feel closer to you it made me feel like i could be there for you because you're so often there for me because i'm the one that is more emotional and it made me feel very happy that i could just try to be strong like I very much feel like in those early weeks of grief, if I was breaking down, you'd be strong for me. If you were breaking down, I would be strong for you. Or sometimes we would just cry together yeah. and that or, was fine. Or we would watch that restaurants. What was it? Rest- on the edge. Restaurants on the edge. Yeah. Really got us through it. Compl- yeah. Restaurants on the edge got us through it. But I mean, the last time I cried was... Yesterday? Yesterday? <laughs> I cry all the time. Yeah. I love crying. Yeah. Oh, I know what it was. I watched that Ben Platt thing on Netflix mm. and he, some of his song lyrics are just so beautiful and I cried. I think we both cried. I cry Good. when things like move me very deeply. Yeah. Like when things are beautiful, I cry. I cry when things are joyful. That's one of my favorite feelings in the world is when something moves me so deeply in my soul that I cry. It's weird. Mm. I like when something moves me so deeply and then I just press those feelings down <laughs> really deeply inside. Yeah. And then know? they just pop right into me and then I cry yeah. them out. Yeah. Health- healthy. 31. Tell your partner something that you like about them already. We've done I this. We've done this. Like, I get what you're trying to do, guys. Yeah. What's a silly thing that you like about the other person? Let's do that. Like, just something, like, really silly. Um... I like how big your hands are. Oh, okay. They're really big. That's not something that I do, though. That's just something it says that, that you like no, no, about I them. Ju- hey, I just made up the question. Oh, what was the question? What's something <laughs> silly that the other person does that you like? Oh, having big okay. hands is not something I do. <laughs> it's just something okay, I have. Okay, okay. Something. Also, silly. I do have enormous hands. Something yeah. silly. Um, <laughs> something silly that you do that I really like is a joke that you a bit a recurring bit that you do where you have to get something from the other room and yeah. you take off and you pretend like you're running fast, but you run slow and you go, time me. It's one of my favorites. And you pretend like you're like I have so many. Racing. I have so many little bits. You have so many bits. Like you're like a so queen. You just go, and I'm time me. Yeah, and then I run. Uh, or like I don't make eye contact with you when I bring you your food. Yeah, you pretend that you are like a court jester and yeah. you call me your majesty and you yeah. deliver my food to me. Uh, I think one of my favorite things that, that it's silly that you do is just your love of trying to improv sing a song together. Yeah. It's just it's like you love it so much. Go ahead. Yeah. Tell the people. How, How much, much you love it and when, when you, you don't. don't. <laughs> That's it. It's my favorite And game. also we can't <laughs> sing. Um, 2032. 30, 2032. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Oh, there's a lot of stuff. Not for me. Yes, there are. I mean, racism. Oh. Like. Okay, yeah. Sexual assault. I got you, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, uh, this is actually a question I remember specifically Oprah asked uh, Amy Schumer, like, did, like, an interview series and asked Amy Schumer's question. It was like, do you think there's anything that's, like, off limits, like, shouldn't be joked about? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, domestic violence, domestic violence, like, uh, mass shootings. Yeah. And then she interviewed someone else and they said no. And I was like, no, but I I think that's the way I was thinking about it. Well, maybe not, but like, I was just thinking about like in our life, like I wasn't thinking about it in like the grand scheme of society, which I totally agree with you. Like, yeah, but even in our life now, like there are definitely things where you like, we'll just be like, that's not funny. Yeah, for sure. And I think that we're 
if anything, this past year plus has shown a lot of us the things that we took as tropes that were funny. That there's just like this, there's no room for that anymore. Yeah. And also, you know, we do, we are pre- predisposed to humor and like dark yeah. humor and yeah. things that are like even would seem off topics. But there are things now that I'm just like, there is no point to laughing yeah. about this because actually the state of things are so sad. So anyway, yeah. Um, all the things we listed are too Still serious married. to be joked about. Still married. Number 33. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Nothing. I am brutally honest. I know. I thought about that too. This actually came up for me a lot because as you guys know who have listened to our podcast, like my dad got COVID and it was really scary. And I thought, is there anything left unsaid there? And I was at least at peace knowing that my dad knows how much I love him. About a month or two ago, I was listening to a podcast. It was Dax's podcast when he like relapsed, Dax Shepard. And he talked about addiction and he talked about just it's hard because like his dad went through addiction or whatever. And I don't think my dad would care people knowing that he's a recovering alcoholic. And he gave up drinking when I was born, shortly after I was born basically. And so for my whole life, my dad hasn't been drinking and um, I I was listening to Dax's podcast and I was remembering or I was thinking to myself like, God, I never really took time to think how different my life would be if my dad, because I had no stories of before he gave up alcohol and like he's really struggled with it. And I thought about how different my life would be if my dad had struggled with that for my whole childhood and the fact that he didn't and how hard that must have been for him to every day not do that. And I texted him. It was just a thought I had. And I feel like a lot of people would have that thought, but they wouldn't. It would just be like, oh, it's weird. But instead, I just thought, why not say that that to the people that you love? So I texted him and I said, I was listening to this. It just made me think about this. I just want you to know, like, I'm really grateful to you for making that decision to give up that. And it was this, like, sweet moment between us. And it sounds cliche, but, you know, a couple of months later, then he goes through this health crisis where – you know, potentially he could have lost his life. And it made me grateful that I had, when I thought about it, said what I needed to say to him that, that he would have known that I was grateful to him. Yeah. So I just share that in case there's something that anybody listening hasn't said to their parents or, you know, good or bad, but just yeah. get, you know, get say those things. Okay. Um, 34. 34. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? There's so few things of this for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, the easy answer for me is just my laptop. Well, just because, like, my whole life is on there. Like, everything. Like, my photos are backed up there. Like, all my memories are there. Videos. uh, You know, financial stuff. Like, you know, everything's there. So. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I mean, if I had to pick something that's not that, I would probably say because Plax is gone, the little crocheted Plax that we have mm-hmm. or the little thing that Danny Ives made us, which mm-hmm. was really cute. I was thinking something Plax related as well. Yeah. I was like, I have two of his collars in my box, his holiday collars. And I was, they just remind me so much of him because they were actual. Yeah. They're like his clothing, you yeah. know? Um, his outfits. His outfits. But I don't have any like. Maybe just that box. I have one like mementos box that is like cards and things that my mom has sent me over the years or 
friends or memories and stuff. So maybe I'd just grab that box. Cool. But we we tend to not try to keep memories in things. That's not to say that's a bad thing, but we just try yeah. to live minimally. And yeah. All right. Two questions left. All right. Thirty five. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing? Why they really, really saved these death ones for the last ones. Let's who's, rephrase this. Like, I guess it's just who would you? How about we rephrase? Okay. Who in your family that you didn't get to know very well that has passed would you like to have another chance to get to know good one thank you um and this is not to belittle anybody else is just to pick one yeah it's really hard because i lost a lot of my grandparents when i was younger and actually the one that i knew the best was my dad's mom mickey but i think i would choose her because i wish that I could go back and, like, spend even more time with her. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like, I, I could have gone two ways. Like, I kind of – I'm interested in knowing my dad's dad because I don't have any memories of him, basically. But my dad's mom I got, just got along with so well, and she was just so kind to me. And so I wish I could kind of go back and spend more time with her. Yeah. I would go my great-grandfather, Roy, whose last mm-hmm. name I inherited, Roy Zook, mm-hmm. who was an entrepreneur, started a power company – Kind of um, looks like you. Yeah, for sure. And I, all I have are memories of him. We've talked about this before, but like sitting in his chair, coughing and eating Triscuits, like <laughs> just like the older version of him. That right. was the end of his days, as opposed to like, would love to know like the younger entrepreneurial spirited, like, you know, what was life like for him? Totally. Great Good reframe one. of that question. Great everybody. reframe, babe. Okay. Last, last question. question. Still, Still married. married. Number 36, share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you, reflect back to you, how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. This is a weird Weird one to end on. Yeah. Let's pick a better one to end on. Okay. What? I've got one. Okay. You, today, pandemic aside, you get to go anywhere in the world. Where's the one place you want to go with the other person? Mm. You know what you're going to choose. Do you? Do you? <laughs> I can go anywhere in the world. I choose. If you say Jacksonville, Florida, I'm breaking these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's been on my mind lately is just like a sunny day in like a little uh, valley town in Switzerland Ooh. on a lake glass of wine out having lunch outside at a picnic table glass of wine maybe some sheep just roam yeah. by yeah that's do you know how i know that we're in love and meant to be together that's exactly what you thought no oh. i want to go into one of those hotels in the swiss mountains okay. that's like the pool on the top yeah overlooking the mountain range with like the foggy yeah. weather and maybe snowing so, so we're, we're both in switzerland we're both in switzerland and like maybe just it's like a day of weather changes and we can go do yours and then we can go do mine I mean, I think that means because like I could have easily been like Maldives. And I thought you were going to say Maldives. Of course you did, but that's not what I would like for our uh, last for experience, us. like right now. Yeah, Maybe. Maldives. I just want to go by myself. 
I don't want anybody to go with me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fine. You can go. Uh, I'm not, you can't get me on that seaplane. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this. If you uh, want to take the time to go through these 36 questions and amend them to whatever you want, just like we did to make them more fun and maybe less of a bummer in some cases, uh, left a link to the, the original article, the New York Times article in the description. If you do go through this, let us know. It'd be really fun to hear yeah. if you spend some time and you saw it or listened. It took us an hour and a half basically to go through these questions. You could go through them faster. You could go through them slower, but maybe do these over dinner maybe uh, make a nice dinner crack yeah, open or, a bottle or even of wine just write write all 36 on little popsicle sticks or whatever Ooh. and then do one or two over dinner you do you know? have a lot of popsicle sticks laying around yeah do you have any popsicle sticks in here no i don't think so <laughs> i've never seen them slivers of paper okay great paper slivers <laughs> be careful they don't get a paper cut you know what i mean <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that episode. We will be back next week with Happy Valentine's Day, whether you celebrate, celebrate or, not. or not. Love, love somebody. Love whatever you want. Love you know? yourself. If you got pets, give them extra love for us. You know, little mm. extra cuddles. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll be back, and we appreciate you. Do you guys like? Oh, I don't know. I was Hello. Just... Was wrapping it up, but okay. <laughs> what you got another segment? I was just thinking, like, if you guys like the every, you know, the occasional coupley thing every once in a while, let us know because. Yeah. I just would be curious, you know, most of the time we talk about business and running a business, but I'm curious if people like the, you know, partner content, how we... We got a good amount of feedback on the three hour or like past 10 years together that people really liked. So I think people might enjoy this one. But yeah, you can send us an email. Hello at wanderingaimfully.com. Let us know if you really like this one. And maybe if you've seen like other articles or other couples do things that you would want us to kind of go over through or go through on the podcast. Any other segments you want to add at the end? Okay. All right. Uh, (laughs) We're going to go for a walk together and talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're not going to go to the coffee shop though because we went yesterday and we got a coffee budget we got to stick to but just know that we could walk to it because it's a great place that's where we live and gratitude okay bye bye thanks for listening